Hey, hey, welcome once again, my friends. This is yours truly, Brother Craig Sims. Listen, I just want to take this time out to say thank you once again for tuning in to the Christian Walk Podcast. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about relying on the Holy Spirit's power. You know, a lot of times we rely on our own strength and we rely on our own power. And our own strength and our own power is not sufficient for the task, the task of getting us through life. We need God. You know, some people say often that God is a crutch. But I like to say if God is a crutch, he's a good crutch. Only a fool thinks they can make it through this life without God. At some point, we all have to realize we're going to face something that calls for God's intervention. What does it mean to rely on something or someone? It means to depend on with full confidence or trust. We're going to be coming from the book of Zechariah, starting at the fourth chapter. Now, the book of Zechariah is named after the prophet Zechariah. Zechariah ministered to the small remnant of Jews who had returned to Judah to rebuild the temple and the nation. Okay, now a life example is going to be that of brother Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel led the first group of exiles back from Persia and after the exile and he was the governor of Judah tasked with rebuilding the temple. Basically in chapter 4 we're going to recount this vision that Zechariah had. Verse 1 says, And the angel that talked with me came again and waked me as a man that waked out of his sleep. And verse 2 says, And said unto me, What seest thou? And I said, I have looked and behold a candlestick of gold with a bowl upon the top of it and his seven lamps thereon and seven pipes to the seven lamps which are upon the top thereof and two olive trees by it, one upon the right side of the bowl and upon the left side thereof. So the golden candlestick or the lampstand with a bowl and seven lamps on it indicates a steady supply of oil signifying that God's power will be reflected in the light. So it's basically saying that, that God's power, his anointing is inexhaustible. He never runs out or gets tired. You know, when God supplies with the strength we need through the power of his Holy Spirit, we are supplied steadily. That supply never runs out. We just have to learn how to keep depending and trusting in God and not begin to trust in our own strength or our own efforts. So it says right here. So I answered and spake to the angel that talked with me saying, what are these, my Lord? Then the angel that talked with me answered and said unto me, knowest thou not what these be? And I said, no, my Lord. Then he answered and spake unto me saying, this is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel saying, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, said the Lord. So the rebuilding of the temple, which had last begun in earnest, will be accomplished not by human strength or resources, but by the power of God's spirit. So that's what this vision was all about. It was showing Zechariah that God was going to do this, going to allow Zerubbabel, who was the governor, to rebuild this temple through the power of God, not his own ability. And like us, so many times, we try to do things in our own strength. 
and we can't do it. Our own strength is insufficient. The application is this. We can't do what God has called us to do apart from the Holy Spirit's power working in us and through us. Philippians 2 and 13 says, For it is God which worketh in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. The Living Bible puts it like this. For God is at work within you, helping you want to obey and then help you do what he wants. So God gives us not only the desire to do what he wants, but the power to carry it out. Verse 7 of Zechariah 4, and it says, Who art thou, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel? Thou shalt become a plain, and he shall bring forth the headstone thereof, with shoutings, crying, Grace, grace unto it. So the great mountain was figurative of obstacles. You know, sometimes the obstacles we face in life seem like great mountains. Only God can level our mountains. We need the Holy Spirit's help to help us overcome these obstacles in life. You know, if we rely on the Holy Spirit's power and not our own, we can overcome every obstacle in life. That doesn't mean we're not going to hurt. That doesn't mean we're not going to feel any pain. But God's power, the Holy Spirit, helps us get through these things. Now, it says in John 15, 1 and 6, and we're still talking about relying on the Holy Spirit. I'm the true vine, and my father is the husbandman or the farmer. Every branch in me that bad not fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bad fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. So the word of God is the tool that God uses to clean our lives up. So apart from the word of God, we can't be clean. Ephesians 5 and 26 says that he might sanctify and cleanse it. Talking about the church, that's us. With the washing of the water by the word. In verse 4 of John 15 says, Abide in me. And I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, separate abide in the vine, no more except ye abide in me. You know, he's, so God wants us to abide in him. In other words, stay in him, remain in him, to be planted in him so that we can become spiritually productive Christians. Psalms 10 and 1 says, My eyes shall be upon the faithful of the land, that they may dwell with me, he that walketh in a perfect way, he shall serve me. So God's eyes, in other words, God saying, look, I'm going to watch over. I'm going to look out for those who are faithful. We have to be faithful to God and to abide in him, to stay with him, to remain in him. We have to be faithful. In other words, if we're not faithful, we can't produce fruit. And what is fruit? Good results, except we stay in him. Verse 5 says, I am the vine, you're the branches. He that abided in me and I in him. How does God abide in us? He abides in us by his Holy Spirit that dwells down on the inside. The same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. So it's the Holy Spirit on the inside that produces the fruit. Just like sap on the inside of a tree produces fruit. The Holy Spirit down on the inside produces fruit in our lives. Without God's help, in other words, the Holy Spirit, we're powerless and can't produce anything. Now, verse 6 says, If a man abided not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, 
and they'll burn. So when we choose not to abide in him, we come separated from God's power and our lives begin to wither. We don't immediately see the results of not abiding in him, but we undergo a slow process of becoming powerless and eventually our spiritual lives will come to nothing. In other words, ruin. See, people don't just backslide all at once. Trying to live out our lives in our own strength will eventually result in us becoming wore down by the problems of life and situations, what have you. This is why many people in their later years become drug addicts, alcoholics, gamblers, etc. You know, most of the time, people just have been worn down by life and are seeking some form of escape. David said this in Psalm 27 and 1. The Lord is my light and salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? You know, I love words. That word strength defined means power. So God, talking about the Holy Spirit here, is our power. You know, that's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. But we're focusing in on the Holy Spirit. It says, he is our power for living. He is our power source. He enables us to go through this life without self-destructing or drowning in the difficulties of life. In fact, we don't just survive, but as Christians, we thrive and we flourish in this life because of God's power working in us. And that is the Holy Spirit. Second Samuel 22 and verse 33 and 34 says, God is my strength and power and he make it my way perfect. See, God is the one that makes that way for us. Then um, verse 34 says, he making my feet like hind's feet and setting me upon my high places. A hind is a female deer, especially a red deer, right? Because of the design of the hind's feet, it enables them to overcome obstacles and to travel upon tough terrain where most animals could not travel. The hinds, because of the design of their feet, they're able to grip those surfaces. So basically what they were saying that is because of God and because of him working in us, he allows us to travel up high and to overcome the difficulties and the rough terrains of life. Those things that will take most people down. We're able to exist in those type of elements in those type of circumstances god is our source and he is our strength and he's our power so we look to him and he gives us the ability to exist in difficult circumstances and to overcome every obstacle that may come our way so with that being said listen i just want to encourage everyone listen this may be just a reminder to some and to others you may have not been relying on the Holy Spirit, but I'm here to tell you uh, that's the way to go because our own strength is insufficient. Eventually, your own little strength is going to run out. So with that being said, hey, be blessed out there. Listen, pray for your brother, and I'll be praying for everyone out there in Jesus' name.